Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, it's Ross here. Just to say, I know the sound quality isn't always that great on our podcast, but on this particular episode, there was a bit of a mess up in the recording. So therefore, it wasn't as easy to remove a lot of the background noises and breathing and echoes and all that kind of stuff. So I've done my best with the audio we got, um, but just to let you know that if you are a first-time listener, it does sound better than this usually. Please bear with us, and I hope you can still enjoy it. Thank you for keep listening. We really appreciate it, and um, belated Happy New Year to you all. How many notes have you got, James? John, it's the most I've written since I did my master's degree, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I got oh. it's, it's all Zach Bacon's um, fan fiction. <laughs> Britain. An ancient kingdom with legends of violence, cruelty, and torment in its blood. Join your hosts... Ross, John, and James, as they bravely tread where few would dare. Witness their journey into the horrific history of British horror. They are... The General Witchfinders. Ladies and gentlemen, goblins and ghouls, welcome back to the 33rd episode of the number one film by history podcast in Finland. And to our, and to our Finnish listeners, I say, turbo to lower. Oh, is what good. I say to those guys. That's welcome, apparently. The General Witchfinders Podcast. I'm James in Bournemouth in Southern England. I'm John Pountney, 33 and a third in South Wales, which is still in South Wales. I'm Ross in Dorchester in Southern England, and this time we bring you Ghost Adventures from the Ancient Ram Inn. My name is Zach Fagan. I never believed in ghosts until I came face to face with one. You wanted us, you got us. So I set out on a quest to capture what I once saw onto video. With no big camera crews following us around, I am joined only by my fellow investigator Nick Roth and our equipment tech Aaron Goodwin. 
the three of us will travel to some of the most highly active paranormal locations where we will spend an entire night being locked down from dusk until dawn. You have reached your final destination. Hell. Raw. Extreme. Ghost Adventures is an American paranormal and reality, and it actually be in inverted commas, television series that premiered on October the 17th, 2008 on the Travel Channel Whoa. before moving to Discovery Plus in 2021. An independent film of the same name originally aired on the Sci-Fi Channel on July the 25th, 2007. The program follows ghost hunter Zach Bagans, Nick Groff, seasons 1 to 10, Aaron Goodwin, Billy Tolly, and Jay Walsley as they investigate. Uh, Aaron Goodwin, massive Randall alike. <laughs> <laughs> we should explain what a Randall alike is, shouldn't we? It's people that look like me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, early, early Aaron Goodwin looks like James, but then right. Aaron loses an awful lot of weight. And in the compliment. But in the later seasons, it just looks like a totally different person. Like when Paul McCartney changed in 1967 what? or 66. When he died. Yeah. So so it's um it's like they got in a different guy to play Aaron Goodwin, who just looks totally different. But uh, the original Aaron is a bit of a randler, like I've always right. thought. Okay, all right. And Jay uh, Jay Walsley, as they investigate locations that are reported to be haunted, the crew also claims to have recorded spirit possessions on video. Bagans believes here we go that he was possessed at the Preston School of Industry and at Pavagilia Island in Italy. Groff claims that he was overtaken by a dark energy in inverted commas at the moon river brewing Co brewing company goodwin claims he was under the influence of a dark spirit but bobby mac bobby mac bobby mackies music world <laughs> yeah bobby mackies is dark <laughs> right and winchester mystery house there have been and i don't I, ross i'm not sure that the the audience needs to know all oh. these, but uh, there's all right come on okay here we go sorry everyone get comfy there have been a number of ghost adventures spin-offs ghost adventures semicolon aftershocks yeah ghost adventures semicolon where are they now oh. ghost adventures serial killer spirits <laughs> ghost adventures screaming room screaming rooms is good yeah i like that one ghost adventures quarantine ghost adventures top 10 ghost adventures house calls we think this just sounds like porn <laughs> <laughs> Not that I, I wouldn't know yeah. but you know uh, then paranormal challenge and then Deadly Possessions, a.k.a. Ghost Adventures Artifacts. Yeah, that's a good one. The Haunted Museum. And then Bagans was born in Washington, D.C. on the on April the 5th, 1977, making him one of our contemporaries. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he should really know better. <laughs> and raised in Glen Ellyn, Illinois. Sorry, anyone from Illinois, if I've just mangled that horrifically. One of Bagans' <laughs> more notable claims from the show is his alleged communication with deceased actor David Strickland of NBC's Suddenly Susan. Strickland committed suicide at the Oasis Motel in Las Vegas in 1999. Bagans claims to have recorded Strickland's voice nearly a decade following his death and included this recording in a track on the album Necrofusion. <laughs> I don't know any of these facts. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, and this will be a theme we'll see tonight, no known scientific analysis has been attempted on the raw recording, <laughs> including any comparison of the voice heard on the electric voice phenomena recording that to that of the famous actor. He has a tattoo of the number 11, symbolising his, from Ross's book, his apologises. Mm, I think it's supposed to be his apologies, I guess. Yeah. 
to a female spirit he mocks while investigating on room N11 of the Silver Queen Hotel, Virginia City, yeah. in 2004. And she then... was a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> a ghost sex worker. Was she, a, was she a sex worker as a ghost or was it was before she passed? Before she passed. Okay. I don't know how, I, I don't know what the, the um, framework is now as a, as a, when, once you've gone beyond the veil, I don't know what well, the. Well, I just, my, my thoughts immediately went to that bit in Ghostbusters where, where, uh, <laughs> yeah. Freud has a dream about some sexy guys. Yeah, the bit which yeah. my kids went, what's happening? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, so this is what ties it into our actual remit of the podcast to British yes. horror. Uh, just, just in case someone's going, what? Right, so in 2009, the team travelled to the UK to investigate the ancient Ram Inn, a grade two listed building and former pub located in Wooten under Edge, renowned as one of the most haunted buildings in England. It was, well, in the top 11, which is a strange number. Uh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too. I thought that'd be awesome. Someone's been crowbarred in, hasn't it? Okay, so Ghost Adventures is yeah. a, a program which is often mentioned on this um, show yes. um, as it's one of John's uh, favourite late night viewings. Uh, mm. I um, and I thought there must be a way we can we can legitimately say this was British horror. And uh, yes. we we realised one of your favourite episodes, John, was um, where we, where they came to the UK. Well, there's two there's two episodes that that would be pertinent. One where they're in Ireland, which I think at a push can be seen as being part of the British Isles. Mm. Yes, and then there's this episode, which is the one which is the actual um, what the one that we're doing tonight. Um, so we discovered Zach Bagans in uh, the first lockdown. I, an episode, if if it if I remember rightly, which was the de one of the Deadly Possessions episode, where a man who is a Robert De Niro impersonator <laughs> brings in a gun or something <laughs> to Zach Bagans' haunted museum, and then um, and then I think they have to then go and look at a wall in a museum, which was part of the uh, Valentine's Day massacre or something. <laughs> so me and Hell were just like, what on earth is this? This is brilliant. And then then you had, I think you had the haunted doll. So it's um, Peggy the doll, Peggy the doll. So that's how they always refer to the dolls, Peggy the doll. Um, so they had a haunted doll episode, which is amazing, where basically Zach can't help it but touch the doll, even though the guy who looks after the doll has said, don't touch the doll. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then we we started watching um, Ghost Adventures really from the beginning. So I don't know if we're completists, but we've watched an awful lot of it since what must be like April 2020. Well, so obviously wow. it's three years ago now. I had to subscribe to... Um discovery plus in order to watch this <laughs> and now i'm quite tempted to go through and watch them all all like oh, I th man. all of the early seasons are brilliant the later seasons get a bit more serious mm. the early seasons have a very very good quite british sense of humor yeah. i think i think yeah. zach particularly has got quite a knowing look to camera yeah which he exploits in the earlier um seasons which mm. is gone a, a lot of it now is like guys we're going to atlanta a woman has rung us um she says it, in her house her son is haunting the hamster or it'd be something like that and then they have to go and investigate the hamster is being you know haunted by demonic um shadow shadow figures yeah shadow figures it's, so it's it's an amazing program but and i think in some ways it puts uh, most haunted in the shade i was gonna say lots of ways what, is it, was, um, it, was it 
pre most haunted or post was no it's post it's post very much post yeah 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 so, so most haunted was like 2001 2002 certainly because this yeah. the the editing style is so similar. very similar it yeah is, yeah exactly it is very similar so i should mention that but, if you listen to the last episode and we're expecting us to, to talk about the um dick turpin special of most haunted which is um <laughs> i suggested we was going to do as a double bill i didn't realize that that was a special that went over like four nights or something and it's been cut down to like several hours on youtube which i have watched the uh, the, the, the german movie yeah. decalogue yeah. the german which goes on for several days as well you know, it's like, yeah. and, it, and it's i'm gonna say it was okay but the the, the cut i watched didn't even have the mary loves dick Love's bit dick. which was oh, the whole reason i was watching um, and it's yes yeah but it's mainly yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah. building in a in a wood saying i'm i'm gonna shit myself if anything happens <laughs> evie yeah. but, um, uh, d- d- does she shit herself or does anything happen oh uh, she gets very very cold she needs a wee and they get lost and Terrifying. they have to go send a ranger out to go and find them and oh the highlight of it is when they finally are allowed back into the studio and everyone just goes insane clapping at them uh, <laughs> There's a studio, is there? Well, it was a New Year's special. It went over, like, oh. several nights, oh. and you had to vote wow. where you were going to send them. Wow. It does, Syl- does Sylvester McCoy pop up? No, yes. unfortunately not. Um, oh, we, we should explain to people very, very briefly. That is a deep cut from our 80s childhood. The uh, the BBC, as part of their children's BBC uh, programming, did this incredibly ambitious thing where they said, we're going to do a show, and we're going to get kids to write it. So here's the first one. Now, you send in your submissions and we'll pick out the best one and we'll make it mm. for all of us in our febrile ch- child imaginations we all went mad everyone sent something in of course the things they picked were like the cheapest things yeah 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 <laughs> someone is trapped in a dungeon exactly or i can't remember what was it was or it called what's your story yeah. yeah or something something along those lines and uh the the doctor who sylvester mccoy, McCoy was the the host yes this enterprise it was Did he uh, went dungarees Probably, I think. I think he played the spoons as well, didn't yeah. he? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Or did he hammer a nail into his nose or something? <laughs> I think he was known for doing something like. That. But um, I, did you not ring up a very similar switchboard to the switchboard that they had in um the telecom tower when it was to, uh, children in need? Yeah. Well, you might have had the answer, the phone answered by Chegwin or um, Noel Edmonds. Yeah. Wearing the top hat. And I always thought it weird that it was the same phone number, but like on, on like... Prime Watch. Prime Watch. That yeah. was for like, for like um, Rossi ch- there, children in the need or whatever. Was it 0818118181? Yeah. It was something like that, was it? 8, 8, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or 01 before. I wonder if yeah. it's still uh, an, an active number. With an- <laughs> We have, Let's we have not much, try. No, no, no. We have because we have so much to get through here. This, th- th- right. So it starts off in the same way that you have an episode of Most Haunted with like fast flat, um, yeah. flash cuts of what's coming this evening. Yeah. yeah. Straight away, I was forced to pause it because <laughs> which member of his team is it? The one that you think looks like me? Uh, potentially stood in a barn. Yes, and to start off with, before you realise it's a barn, it does look like a loft, and he's just sort of shouting, going, where are you? And stuff like that. And what I put is, knowing that this is England, I put that yeah. this, that, that building, so mm. I put loft, but, you know, barn, 
but 100 percent have the following items in it yeah old copies of, of the reader's digest <laughs> a, co a copy of the board game risk or sabutio a moulinette splendor from the 1970s, christmas yeah. decorations and some outdated roadmaps from before they built the m25 yeah 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 biscuit and tins finally, rover biscuit tins and uh, yes and evidence of a dark family secret, oh. which I think going on, I, <laughs> yeah. was, I was onto something there. Mm. Yes. More on that in a second. Yeah. And then you have the famous um, read-through. My name is Zach Bagans. <laughs> I never believed in ghosts until I came face-to-face -face with one. <laughs> um, no big camera crews following us around, etc., etc., etc. So that's the, I know it off by heart now. And then in later series, as he says something like, um, there, some things will never be, understand, understand, we want answers. We have worked years to build our credibility, our reputations. It's the weirdest. It's I see it into my psyche now. And we have him then walking towards the camera in the weirdest mm. outfit. He's got such <laughs> Such yes. baggy trousers, giant trousers yeah, on, yeah, with a big with, belt buckle, yeah, and um, and like slip-on rubber shoes. <laughs> and and Beck was going, "Has he got epaulets? Has he got? Has he got like a um embroidered sort of occult symbols on his back?" Uh, yes, I, I thought yeah. he looked cool, but yeah, I, I, I put that, that his trousers are utterly voluminous. Yeah. And my my immediate thought was, "Do you remember the uh, the conceptual artist Christo?" Yes, who, who, who once covered the uh, like? I thought. If Christo ever wanted to like cover a landmark in in some material again, like he did the yeah. uh, the Arc de Triomphe that time, yeah, he could use Zach Bagan's Zach Bagan's trousers, yeah, the the Angel of the North, for instance, could wear them. Exactly, exactly, John. Bang. <laughs> right. So, um, he kind of says that you know, um, where they are. And yeah. I, I had a quick look, and we'll, we'll come back to the location of the, uh, yeah. the ram in in a bit. But, but basically, for, for all our international listeners, or maybe even our British listeners, where this place is, is it's north of Bristol, but it's south of Cheltenham in this country. So it's really kind of like middle of no, it's sort of west. Yes. I suppose yes. Yes. It's not you like fully Gloucester. No. Same it's, not, it's, it's not a fully Fred West um, country. <laughs> I knew what to get a Fred West. To, and to prove it's Britain, you see some cows and a phone box. Yes. box. Yeah. And then a close-up of a sign on the... on the. Um, oh, no, wait, I've written down... One of the signs says, um, Haunted Ram and Mortuary, yeah. with an arrow going in the same direction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> and we then, it then cuts to Bagan's talking to a man, and I've just put CJ Rover in inverted commas. Yeah. He's Introduced yeah. as a historian. Yeah, I've looked him up online, and he is uh, basically a larper. He, he, he's someone who <laughs> CJ Roma quest question mark yeah i think it's cjroma.co.uk you can go and look at him some of his um uh, reviews of uh different live action role pl uh, role play games he's done so not a historian at all no, no he describes but, the but in his own way no no better or really more intelligent than what we are doing here really no, is no, it not well, at all. He, he's he's actually been on ghost adventures, adventures. one day you will be <laughs> yeah. i just love love the way um bagans was standing when he was telling the story, it's like, I can't reenact, but it's almost like one arm out as if like, he's going to have to run off 
and act upon this information at any or, moment. Or an opera singer, kind <laughs> yes, of style. In a, great, in a graveyard. And this guy looks so sweaty. And what he <laughs> says to Zach Bagans is, he says, it's a rustic little town. And he then put, he then says, it's a town that holds secrets. And I put, yeah, just like your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. CJ, if you're listening. <laughs> CJ, if you're listening. I had sorry, nothing mate. to do with what James just Both said. Just said. Yeah. That's right. You can sue me, but I just thought. <laughs> Not CJ <laughs> Dabooey. <laughs> there were certain words you can say to James one day we'll keep him in the right order we'll kill him <laughs> oh I've got a bit dizzy who is CJ Dabooey he's one of the eggheads CJ Dabooey do you mean CJ Demui? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's a British actor called Six. <laughs> oh, you can't. Sorry. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah. CJ Demui. Sorry. Not his real name. And he was the guy that got into loads of trouble because he said he killed somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. What, oh, dear. Do you know where he lives? CJ Demui? Oh, please say Bournemouth. <laughs> Wales. Oh, fantastic. He currently resides in Wales with his civil partner, Andrew Doran. Oh. Um, Goodness gracious. Has he met, has Zach Bacon to this point met um, Mr. Humphreys? Not yet. Or Rob oh, Holt has Bacon be destroyed like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because first of all, Bagans is the um, is utter, I put that he's utterly astonished that the building that he's going to be involved in is is over a thousand years old. Yeah, this and he says this always happens Whoa. in ghost adventures. What? He's gone to this place with no knowledge whatsoever yeah. of where he's going. Of the British Isles. Yeah. <laughs> what? This in is a Stonehenge. <laughs> in any episode uh, in America, they'll be like, "We're going to a really old one of the oldest buildings." in the town and then they'll go and the person will be like when was this built they'll be like five years old 1890 or something <laughs> like that and it'll be like mate i've got a, my toilet is older than 1890 <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah right so yeah he's he's astonished to find that um parts of the um town date from 900 a ad or something isn't it yes yes, yes. and so we then see begging he begs he turns up at the old Ram Inn, where we yeah. are then introduced to the, maybe some people would say the central protagonist in this story. <laughs> the, the, the indescribably <laughs> amazing. John Humphreys. He just, yes, and I've just put <laughs> yes. in capital letters, juddering Christ. That's a strong look. He's, yes. He's not going gently into the dark, into the good night, is no. he? That, that guy, no. he, no. he try to describe it for people. He is an eld elderly gentleman. It's like someone's, someone's yeah. dug up Rod Hole, as basically. As uh, yes. Yeah, he was. But his long hair seems to have, like, strata to it. It's a <laughs> it's, it goes up in, like, sort of several levels. It it's goes been... in the opposite direction <laughs> to everyone else's head. Yeah, because it? it's all been combed over from, like, yeah, right yeah, from yeah, the back yeah. of his head. Oh, it's and, it's, and it's dyed ginger. Yeah, and yes. he's wearing um, a, a leather jacket. A very tight leather jacket. I'd, I'd call it a patchwork leather jacket, like a biker jacket, which which 
fastens in in the um um in the manner of the original Star Trek motion picture um uniforms. uniforms. Yeah. I've got one so of these jackets, di- James. Yeah. Yes, so so it's a diagonal zip from the shoulder, and then he's got his trousers Simon Cowell style, extremely uh, high. I I'd, I'd say the jeans look quite weathered. I use the word. I, well, I was just going to say weathered, Cleves. The the jeans look quite weathered, and they're they're basically pulled up to his armpits, aren't they? That's something um, I noticed. He's got several of these leather jackets yes, around his. Head. Yes, that that's what I've noted. That's what I've something I've because noted. Because we're coming up to the mother load in a minute. Yeah, um, and so he so Zach conducts a, a preliminary interview with him. Yeah, and he says. Do you think if we come and stay in this house, we're, go- we're going to run into some problems? And he, and, yeah. uh, his response is, it's rare for someone to not have problems. <laughs> so I thought it was fighting talk early. Yeah. Straight yeah. Off and before yeah. he got him in the door, he told him that he's going to get um, uh, uh, raped by a, a succubus. Exactly. Uh, basically, exactly. yeah. Because I know our listeners want us to be as accurate as possible. Journalistic integrity yes. is very, very yeah, important yeah. this podcast. I've noted a lot of and, the and, exact and, words now. So the quote is, there's something that wakes you in the night wanting to have sex with you. And I've just put, he's got his excuses in early yeah. for, for vegans. Just... <laughs> Beck said, how horrible it must have been to live in a time where you couldn't have a wet dream without having to sort of say, oh, the devil made me do it, you know? <laughs> but this, um, I think that was one of the, the, that point you get, like you said, a, an excellent Oliver Hardy look to the camera. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I put, Bagan is amazed. Yes. Like, what? <laughs> my my favourite line from um humphreys at this point is that yeah. there's evil in the house that is equal to god himself <laughs> <laughs> and he, he delivers that line absolutely straight face yeah. there is the evil in this house which is almost equal to god himself <laughs> oh, i had a mouthful of drink oh. yeah and he's about it's just... four foot eleven, this man. And like yeah. Bagans is like a man mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a sec- I've got a full disclosure. I think I've yeah. got a bit of a man crush on Zach Bagans after watching oh, this. I, was oh like, I kept saying, Hello, right. he, I, I said he's it's been so kind to this man. He's just been so kind I and nice. He is very kind to him, isn't he? I was going to say when John, when you were saying like in the earlier series that like he yeah. there's a lot of like knowing looks to camera. And a, I, I thought he really indulges this man yeah. and his yeah, lifestyle. He does. A yeah. huge amount. Yeah. If you yes. look on TripAdvisor, yes. there's quite a lot of reviews of people who have been to, to it. More on that in a second, yeah. Ross. I, I was going to suggest that, yeah, I was going to suggest that we need to look at tickets for this place. Well, unfortunately, he died yeah. in 2017, I think. You can still visit Cleves. Yeah. I've looked into but it. But apparently, the, one of the main <laughs> things that came up on the reviews on TripAdvisor was the smell of the place. So I oh. would have to be very... <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. More on that in a second. So Soaked in blood. <laughs> and then we get, uh, they go inside mm. and i've just put this is the uh, an absolute rich tableau of a life now yeah. to start off with i was like what even is this room that they go into <laughs> oh. and we later learn it is his bedroom oh well it's not a bed is it it's just like a sofa it's a sofa with a quilt on is incredible dear dear listener and i, I sum it up thus here we go um, there is a lot going on. There yeah. is a second and third leather jacket yeah. hanging just up yeah. in the room. Yeah. This man eschews wardrobes. Yeah. His clothes yeah. hung up. There is a copy of Dorling Kindersley's book, Battle, 
on prominent display. Yeah. A landline phone, which has just been placed on a chair. And it's yeah, with giant numbers. Phones, which giant numbers. <laughs> There's also a copy of Hitler on your doorstep yes! next yes. to his bed. Underneath the chair, there are two bottles of squash. <laughs> and then in the background, a massive picture of St. Christopher with a child. Yeah. yeah. A very low-hanging light fitting. Mm. Without any uh, lampshade on it whatsoever. No lampshades in the house, I noticed. And I was very dismayed to see that there's some UKIP paraphernalia. Yeah, I saw something that said UKIP on it. Mm. Yeah, and and this is the sofa where uh, basically ghosts come and make it. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, at some point, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're reading into that, Cleves. <laughs> he just says that ghosts come and try and have sex with him. He actually says something wakes you up wanting to have sex with you. And earlier on, he says another great line: "It's not just a ghost; it's a host." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I, don't know. I think it's it means not more, just... more than one ghost, but it could be a good way of introducing like a game show about ghosts, couldn't it? It's, it's yeah. Not just a ghost; it's your host, <laughs> the ghost um, of Bruce Forsyth, Grant from EastEnders or whatever his name is, because he's got a game show oh, now, hasn't he? Russ, Russ, not Russell. What's his name? Ross Kemp. Ross, Ross Kemp, Kemp yeah. from Gangs. Um. Uh, there's another uh, also in, the, in this sequence of um, mm. cuts, James. There's a, another um, shot where you can see a sign on the wall that says "Ancient Posts Reroofing Seven Thousand Years Ago." <laughs> <laughs> the handmade signs there are yeah, endless. Seven thousand years ago. Seven thousand <laughs> evidence. <laughs> yeah. How old, so, is, how old is um, Stonehenge? Well, uh, not that old. <laughs> so they, they did the roof of the, the ram in before they did mm. Stonehenge. Mm. Of course. Exactly. The, the quote the quote from someone in the crew is, I'm not getting an inviting feeling here. And I just, yeah. <laughs> it's the smell. The weirdest, yeah. creepiest room. I think that's Nick Groff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is Groff. And then I've just put, and you might be able to help me on this, what products do, do we think Zach Bagans uses on his hair? Because there's a number of oh. shots. He seems to have a lot of... Products is there's a lot of like it's like gel. It's 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 a kind of wet look gel, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Looks yeah, very yeah. sexy. Just to say, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, have we got up to this sequence with the ley lines now? Where? Oh, so when they go he into the kitchen, the kitchen with the motorbike he, in the kitchen, and yeah. so many cans of big soup. Big yes, soup. Yes. <laughs> this man has got a problem with storage. He didn't have a he didn't have a wardrobe. He didn't have a single cupboard in his house. Just everything was out. Big soup. Quaker oats. <laughs> Quaker oats. Yeah. Quaker oats and big soup. And oh, there we are. That's the big, big soup. <laughs> big soup. There's a giant mirror in that but in that kitchen as well because yes. the, it's there. The, because the um. The motorbike is being seen, and, and the and the crew are being seen in a giant mirror. Uh, okay, mm. right. I don't. I, I've got to say, Cleve, they don't go with a big crew. They're not followed around by a big crew. No, it's just Aaron. It's Nick Groff, and it's Zach Bagans. <laughs> there's no, there's no big crew following them around, Cleve. He's he said that explicitly. <laughs> Sorry, I stand corrected. <laughs> the, the ley lines bit is my favourite part, basically. Absolutely, yeah. But before they do that, it cuts to an interview with John's daughter. Oh. Oh, yes. And what we learn is that they, they, uh, he divorced his wife, and mm. my notes just says, the haunted house has turned the kids against me. 
broken, mm. right? Yeah. Quite frankly, because <laughs> yeah. there seems to be a, a the insinuation that first of all, because the daughter says, "Well, it was a bad time for my mum, and she really doesn't like thinking about it." Mm. And Zach goes, do you, do you think it was the house? Do you think it was the evil spirits in the house? And she went, partially. <laughs> so once again, we, we, there, there was a, a, uh, an image starting to form as to what was actually going on here. And what we're seeing is basically a man who's had a very serious mental breakdown. Mm. Yes. Quite frankly, because it then also cut to a 90s picture of John. And he did not have a leather jacket on in that picture. Not me. So I, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, no, no, no. Mr. Humphreys, uh, we should call him. Mr. Humphreys, yeah. we should. Yeah. So a picture of Mr. Humphreys. So I put, do you, did we think that the, the, the leather jacket was a recent fashion addition? Addition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's one of the I things that so. keep the demons at bay, isn't it? They then move into the kitchen. Well, it keeps him young, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And remarkably, along with just cans and Quaker oats and everything out, Zach Bagans moves to one side, thus revealing a copy of Wham's album, fantastic, on yeah. vinyl, just in, yeah. the in the kitchen. Like, what? Up. <laughs> what? What? Of all the albums in the world, just pop that on while you're cooking your big soup. Just bang. Yeah, we've we've basically written all the same. Yeah, this would be like yeah. bingo. Yeah, Edge of Heaven. Yeah, it's a tune. <laughs> And there, weirdly enough, there's a, a, a movie poster for the film Haunted. Yes, the 1990s, which, <laughs> which is based on a James Herbert novel, which ties Way. in very nicely to um, yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Byrne and um, Thingy's daughter from Porridge, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Beckinsale. I'm just yeah. looking yeah, to see yeah, if yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. an edition of Haunted on my bookshelf now, but I don't think I can. So this right. is the. Um, so then we get to the ley lines ley part, lines. which is my favourite part. Which is so they've got a ley line uh, described as going from somewhere to Stonehenge, mm -hmm. which does go through the pub, and then they've got a ley line which goes from London to Wales, yeah. mm. which doesn't go through the pub. <laughs> and he's and he and he's like, it's at the cross. It's at the cross of the ley lines, and then he points at the map. And, and he's drawn a little red line underneath where the pub is to make it look like. So the line is above it. So in the scale of the map, it's probably about ten streets away. Yeah, yeah. But he's drawn it. He's drawn a line underneath where the pub is to make it look like it's at the centre of the crosshairs of where the ley lines are. But it actually isn't. It's on yeah. one ley line. And this is the where he's been, on he's been one... very indulgent to Mr. Humphreys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, everywhere in Britain, because there's so many pubs and things like that, anywhere can be on a ley line yeah. in Britain. But True. the um, whole thing of ley lines is is one is the beginning of my, one of my favourite documentaries of all time. Is was Jimmy Savile Wizard? There's a whole thing about oh. how, how the ley lines uh, prove that he was a wizard. And Please. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Right. So, Quaker Oats, Ley Lines. And then there's a sequence which I thought kind of reminded us, me of us in a way. Like, Bane goes, you yeah. have to go and explore this Ley Line more. And so they basically just go on a day trip to Stonehenge. Yeah. Yeah. Again, for our foreign <laughs> listeners, is about a good two and a half hours drive. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. I thought, like, for the Americans, that probably is like, oh, it's just down the road. That's next Just to down the road. Yeah. Yes. And, 
And I put, hooray, it's the A303, which is a road I've driven yeah. down many, many times. So it's lovely. A to famous, see quite a famous. There's a, there's a documentary about the there A303, is, I think, isn't there, with a Morris Minor? Yeah, I, I like that program. That's good. Yeah. Um, they've also just turned up at Stonehenge, but just happened to have um, permission to go and film within the stones, yes. which, of course, you're not allowed to do. You can't go onto yes. the stones anymore. And I put Bagans allowed right up to Stonehenge. That's how much clout that <laughs> Yeah. It was a completely legitimate oh reason because no one read his application yeah it's a very serious documentary yeah. and then his amazing voiceover goes being stood here in this ancient site and what have you uh, and the fact that it links up to the pub he, and his line is it's too coincidental to ignore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that is> not. <laughs> it's yeah. there's no coincidence there whatsoever it probably it's probably on the same line as about another 400 pubs in britain yeah because yeah. there's like you know every village has got a, a pub hasn't it um so then we we then we visit the witch's room oh, where yeah. um back to back to the pub and cut back to alan t who oh. was taking some photos of the pub he's taken four or five photos of a room one of them shows a witch's face at the window could you see no it, it doesn't i couldn't see i nothing. couldn't see anything at all yeah. you absolutely <laughs> cannot see a face in that window <laughs> there is no face yeah. there is no face even, even uh, accounting for pareidolia which is you know when you think you see yes yep. things and no, there, there's no face there whatsoever so, and, even when uh, they highlight the area you're supposed to why do we yeah we see several beds in this building and he still sleeps on his dirty old couch. Well, <laughs> his wife has left him, Cleves. Yeah. Was it still a going concern in terms of, could you still go and stay there overnight? For that? Well, I, but if you look on TripAdvisor, yeah, you could I go to the bed and breakfast. Could, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to sleep in any of those yeah. beds, oh, though, would you? Jesus. Again, no wardrobe. There's no wardrobes anywhere in this house. It's no, there's nothing. There, no, are, no, there no, are stuffed no. gorillas then, on the bed, though. Yes. Then um, a brummy called Dave Williams turns up, who looks a lot like Meatloaf, <laughs> and says, um, "My son, uh, hang on, brummy, brummy, my son was lifted off the floor and he threw him over there. He jumped over there, <laughs> clean off on the bed. He about six inches off the floor. It only lasted about six seconds, but he, you know, he was he scary at the time. Basically, he jumped. Yeah. <laughs> And then he went to daughter. She she was stood there one second. Next thing she you knows, got straight onto the bed. And <laughs> amazingly, and he goes, I think she was Could possessed. Have said Noddy. I think she was she was she was possessed. And Zach Baker's <laughs> actual quote is, Yeah, yeah, possession. Yeah, be be there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, he's unimpressed by that story. He's, and I, he's he been scratched a, many times. Yeah. The Trinity. Yeah. Scratched three yeah. times. He's, it, he's, it yeah. Uh, to mock the trinity it ridicules the trinity doesn't it there's a very good episode where aaron um i, I can't remember what episode it is but aaron is basically scrammed on the ear by the devil <laughs> and they're driving around they're driving around in like a little golf cart filming in the middle of nowhere and then this happens to aaron and then basically he's crying in this golf cart because he's been scrammed on the ear by the devil <laughs> it is it's just brilliant television um then there's a bit where Mr. Humphreys pulls out a Tesco bag. Yes! And uh, <laughs> producers, for some, for some reason, producers from it, two horseshoes. Horseshoes. Oh. And then says they're, they're the horseshoes of the devil, uh, cloven hooves. Yeah, you so, don't shot a cloven hoof. What, what I was going to say is the horses don't have cloven hooves, yeah. so he <laughs> wouldn't have. And there was the magnificent line from him. He went, nobody knows what that's come off of. And I just thought... <laughs> 
I'm going to take an educated guess. A horse. A horse. <laughs> yeah. That's just it's a horseshoe, a, mate. But it weighs differently, apparently. But it is least likely to have come off the devil. The devil. Uh, he's found it. He's found it behind a brick in the, in the fireplace. Yeah, he's found it in his chimney pot. <laughs> and then he pulls it out of a Tesco bag and he's like, yeah, this, this actually was from the devil. 14 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I put 14 minutes. Exclamation mark. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes. My favorite bit. And I sent yeah. this to you two today earlier as a picture. There's yeah. a point in which Mr. Humphreys then kind of goes, Oh, like he's yeah. being possessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Having a stroke. It's never happened before. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, he first off he says, "I'm used to it." Yeah. Then he says, "It's never happened." Oh, does before. he really? Yeah. yeah. And as the camera tracks wrapped, mm. there is a staircase leading from that room to one of the upper floors. One of the signs just says, "Mind head." Yeah. <laughs> not, please mind your head just mind yeah. head yeah but then i noticed i was like wait a minute i let me just run that back a second there's another sign underneath it what does that say and as far as i can make out it says closed by huge fat women <laughs> or when i look back at it for a second time it could possibly say closed by nice fat women <laughs> <laughs> Have a look again at the picture. <laughs> Click on it and zoom in, guys. Could have been Bella Enberg. Oh, well, the Roly Polies. And the Roly Polies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, maybe it was just the angle, but then it kind of cuts to Bagans and then it cuts back to John Humphreys again and the signs are gone. Oh, really? Which made me think, oh, yeah. I wonder if someone went, 
Guys, you got to take that down. You better take that down. <laughs> now pretend you're being being possessed. Just the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go from the top. You're being, you're being possessed. So I've I've written is he dying? So James, you thought he was having a stroke. I said is he dying? What did you think, please? Obviously possessed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then Zach gets a headache, doesn't yeah. he? Mm. Yes, Zach gets an is awful this, Is this though. before or after um, Mr... Um, what's his name? Mr. Humphreys just grabbed the, the number 10 people were possessed and had to be exercised? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. After that. Yeah. After 10 that. of the people he here. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he looks surprised that he said it when he said it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And Bagans again, astonished. He, he just can't get his head around it. And then after that, yeah, capital letters from me again. Enter Lady Snake. Lady Snake. Oh yeah. I, I and I've just got to say, R.I.P. Lady Snake at yes. this point. Yeah. Because yeah, um, yeah. just in case you don't know, this is how we got on to talking about this episode in the first place. John was talking about his memories last time of seeing Sad. Lady Snake. Who? Yeah. Every, but anyway, yes. So <laughs> with virtually no introduction whatsoever. <laughs> Cut to the pub, Lady. Snake. What are you laughing at, Cleve? This is the fact, yeah, the fact that she just did turn up. There was no like, <laughs> like we had no. to call a witch or anything like that. It just cuts to bang. There she is, Whoa. Lady Snake. Like, and how would she say she's dressed? She's wearing like a cape, like a green. Cape it's quite hard to bag? describe. A bit like a bit like She-Ra or oh, Alistair Crowley. I would say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alice She-Ra crossed with Alistair Crowley. Lady Snake becomes a recurring character through Ghost Adventures history. Oh. Um, and she does visit Zach Bagan's haunted museum later on in, in Ghost Adventures history and has a face off with another witch, which wow. is absolutely mental. I've no idea. I can't remember when this comes up. They, they do an episode where all these people the come to uh, his haunted museum in Los Angeles, uh, in um, Las Vegas, I think it is. Should we go to his haunted museum in Las Vegas one day? It's, it's, uh, well, yeah, when we've made more money from this podcast. If, uh, if pa Patreon, yeah. if, if you want to sponsor us to go to uh, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, we didn't get enough money to buy the Mr. Blobby outfit on eBay. <laughs> um, so th we're going to have to go to the haunted museum. Yeah, so he invites loads of, um, like, telepaths and, you know, wizards and people to his haunted museum. And then there's a sequence where this guy is having, I think this guy is having, like, a face-off with Bella Lugosi's mirror and faints. <laughs> but I think there's also a bit where there's a face-off between Lady Snake and another uh, witch, which is very exciting. Utters the, immor uh, the immortal couple of lines. Well, one's a word and one's a line. Elemental gnomes. <laughs> yes. yes. She also says, instead of specifically, she says one of my favourites, which is Pacifically, <laughs> yeah. which I absolutely love. Uh, she fluffed, she also fluffed another thing she was meant to be on. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but then she says, Zach, you aren't yourself. I'm going to have to take this knife off you because they're doing some kind of right yeah. to bring spirits out of a, a chimney, it seems. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so um, but then they hear like a growl or something coming from the chimney. When they it do, happens. yeah. 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 <laughs> um, one of the thing I noticed while they were doing these rites, they were walking around in bare feet on the disgusting, Thing. dirty carpet in this place, yeah. which I was like, that was more terrifying oh, to me oh, than... All that yeah. Yeah. And then he lays down on yeah. the disgusting floor. He does, yeah. But before, before we get there, Ross, before we get to the legend, my favourite bit was, she says, in order to bring them out of the spirits, I've had to offer them up something in return 
and I've offered him you. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the episode. I'm sorry, but I have. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. This is no, a bit of an argument then, don't they? Yes. About well. So Aaron doesn't want to join in, does he really, at this point? No. no, no um, but I, d- I did more. notice at this point that you could see a breath in there. Yes. Which I thought, there's no way in post they're going no. to be able to put that in. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering when was this filmed. Because it yeah, didn't look cold. It doesn't, and it doesn't look cold, but you could really see a breath. And then she says, you can see my breath. And, the, and they something. start showing their goosebumps yeah, yeah, on their yeah, arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. But old stone it's, buildings it's a, can... It's a dust... Yeah, I was about to say, it's an old, old thousand-year-old building in England in the winter. Mm. It's going to be cold. I doubt there's any... <laughs> I don't know, James. I don't know. I, I found this a very, very overwhelming proof of... Um, <laughs> Okay. Of the other oh, side, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so Zach is taken over, isn't he? At this point, he's lying on the floor. Well, he says he is. I don't, but is it... he, he doesn't seem to act any differently. Besides the fact he says that Aaron looks really weird. It looks like LSD has just kicked in. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the other episode that we did um, as a bonus. Yes. Um, when we did the one about the Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. If you're a patron, um, you can listen to that. If you're not, do, three pound a month, go and get it. Do Do we think? In that episode, that they had taken some kind of mind-altering substances. Yeah, I think he drops something when he goes into these places. Because there's a very strange sequence where um, Zach um, threatens Jay Wosley with a samurai sword, yeah. um, <laughs> which has to be seen to be believed. Really? When they when they put on the ultrasound or whatever it's not ultrasound, sub sound or whatever it's called, not the ultrasound. They're not doing a scan for a pregnant baby, <laughs> but not a pregnant baby, pregnant lady. Yeah, I did find um, this episode much more coherent than the one we watched last time yes i feel like i don't know if the skirt walker one is a much later episode it is yeah whereas that had no narrative at all it was just stuff no. happening it's, this, it's amazing though isn't it? it it was but it was like almost too much whereas this it, it kind of there was a bit more yes i also it. don't know if often they're edited down to just fit a slot and right. the original ones are a lot longer because this one is only 40 minutes long for an hour long slot with mm. adverts mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if some of them are like much longer in America. I've I've no idea. Um, there's a bit where a good bit now where so basically this this thing is happening. She's trying to summon something. You don't actually know what she's trying to summon, and then she gets to the fear of it and she says, "Please protect Lady Snake." Yes. And I, I, whenever anyone refers to themselves in the third person, I do worry slightly at Particularly that. Particularly if they're using a like a like made up name for themselves. Yeah, as well. yeah, and a massive dag, and they've got <laughs> a massive know. dagger. Yeah. I like the fact that I've just put in balls to the rest of you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, she goes, I'm getting into my altar. I get in my altar. And I've also put, and I, you know, I, I can't, I couldn't resist it. At one point, one of, some, one of them goes, you're forcing me to go to hell. <laughs> like a flashback, I thought, oh, that, that feels like a night out with Ross. Until like, Jay goes, I was like, yeah. you're forcing me to go to hell. Oh, you love oh, sorry, it. Thanks. One-eared farmers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just right. going to Google Lady Snake. Well, I had a Lady Snake on... passed away. Yes. Yes. Um, apparently, the Lady Snake versus the Witch was during the Halloween special. Which year? I don't know, but I guess if you just put Halloween special into the the uh, the search, they can't they can't be too many of them. Mm. Right. But anyway, there you go. Um, yes, there she is. Yeah. Oh, lovely typography on that. Uh, Look at Cleaver reflected in the. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be trapped in some kind of Neverworld now. <laughs> 
and then uh, so after this there is this kind of feeling of oh, you know, so the this ceremony comes to an end and the quote from Zach Bagans is we've done the ultimate extreme and I thought mm, low, is it <laughs> you've laid down in an old pub oh, I, I wouldn't lay down in there you wouldn't no <laughs> Is so we're now building up to the big finale of the episode, the lock-in, the lock-in, yeah, lock-in as we understand it in this country, which is it doesn't seem to happen so much anymore. But then again, maybe I don't drink in pubs so much anymore. In the good old days, if you were in a pub and the evening was going well with a few noted regulars, uh, landlords would literally say, "Okay, the close, you know, last orders is done," and then lock the doors and then say, "Right, okay, we're having a lock-in, so we're just going to keep serving you mm. until mm. Every, everyone's done." Mm. They were almost mythical things oh i was in I've a never had one. yeah that, that's right but i don't think they happen so much anymore anyway they happen to um, wear them apparently a lot <laughs> a lot a lot goes on in wear them apparently. um right so before as we build to, to like the, the the lock-in we then meet mr humphrey's grandson oh and i put Mark amazing is amazing <laughs> yeah he's he, he steals the show doesn't he yeah. Right. In, right. So, for a lot of people, and again, for our international listeners, he speaks with the broadest West Country accent. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. So it's like a lot. Of, it's a lot of that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well, you're mad doing this. You <laughs> there, there's a lot of that going on. And he calls he calls his granddad um, by his first name, which yeah. is interesting. And he's like, we've been here drinking with um, what's his name, John. And, uh, John. Yeah. John. We've seen yeah. stuff on the stairs. Yeah. He saw and the, it's the most. Right. It was the scariest, scariest thing I've ever seen in my life and the follow-up question should be what did it look like but <laughs> not just go, oh okay right we're yeah. gonna go in there now. Says, and then the- do you think i'm gonna see the incubus and yeah. then he says well you reckon you will and i put don't ask don't ask mark to spell incubus though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have struggled oh god <laughs> i'm being really harsh tonight <laughs> yes um and then as they're going in mr humphreys just says you idiot <laughs> 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 and I've got to say that all of this is edited for laughs, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, it's he, really up, he gets mixed up and goes in the house when he's meant to be leaving. Yeah, the house. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zach Vegas is like, Mr. Humphreys, we're the ones getting locked down in there. Um, it, it's really well made. At that point, I thought, like, this man has obviously got mental health issues. Yes. Um, he's a hoarder. They probably yes. sent him to a Premier Inn or something. He probably hated it. He probably wanted to sleep on his couch and yeah. it's, it's probably slept on the floor, you know, missing yeah. his missing his incubus. What are we going to do if um, Zach Bagans listens to this? Well, hopefully he invites us to Las Vegas. Zach, okay. yeah, you know, be very careful with... Yeah, we kept laughing you. at his trousers. No. All yeah. we've said is, you know, this, this has been remarkable. Yeah, we love, we love, yeah. we love this program. Yeah, um, Mr. Bacon's. I think this is a very slickly edited piece of television. Brilliant. Yeah, and I'd like to accept your offer of a holiday in your haunted museum. <laughs> well, I think that um, they they should the Skirid Inn, for instance. Ghost Adventures never did the Skirid Inn, which is very haunted. Um, I I have that on good authority. Um. Did I mention the Irish episode at the start? You, you Yes, but you didn't go into any detail. That's an amazing one where um, Zach Bagans really can't understand the Irish accent. <laughs> and the guy is saying horse and cart. And <laughs> Zach Bagans is going horse cart. Horse cart? Horse cart. And the guy's going horse and cart. Horse and cart. And he's going horse and cart? Horse and cart. Oh, 
Horse and cart, and then he gets it, and it's absolutely—it's brilliant. It's really, really so, good. Um, so, so before the night begins, we then Bagans then gives us a summary of what we've seen so far. He says, "Yes, ley lines, yeah, pit, which is yeah. pit. We didn't even get into the pit. Yeah, the hole, the base of the hole in the middle of the man's house. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's giving you all that, and then he just says, amazingly, a photo of a witch by a guy called Alan." <laughs> <laughs> So, oh well, yeah, that's something. Close up of the photo, which doesn't show any kind of witch. And then yes, and then we're into the night itself. And once again, as Ross has already mentioned, he said, but Zach says, I decided to lay in 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 John's bed, as that's where most of the things that have you know kind of happened to him. And, and I, I said, put, is, is this is surely the bravest thing the man has ever? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't get in that. He bed. didn't look very comfortable, about it. and he's no. such a man man mountain. He's he's it's it's his bottom legs of his legs. I do love that Pagans. Uh, yeah, does it even fit in the bed? No. Um, so at this point, the insta- the investigation starts, and it does get a little bit boring, yeah, more boring does. at this point. I have written two quotes. I don't like you. Yeah. And also, we're from America, yeah. which I thought was a really good reason. It was a reason for the ghosts to show themselves because we're from America. Yeah, and they and if they they show them if they do some real extreme stuff, they can go back to the American ghosts and tell them how much better the British ones are than that. Now we'll get to that in a second. But the other thing that really struck me is they said we turned on our EMF detectors, and of yes. course I immediately thought. <laughs> 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 That's what should be coming through. I can remember jumping up and down on my bed so much to this. I'm just getting so sweaty. I remember a girl called Mary Musson who went on my school bus, was obsessed with them, and I was like, they're shit. <laughs> That was that was thirty three years ago now. I think that record wasn't it. Yeah, I had it on yeah, seven yeah. inch um, single. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then unfortunately, in both detecting the band EMF, they mm. fail, and also there's not an awful lot that comes up on the older EMF detectors. No, well, they do a few EVPs, EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, but it's just things like so, I don't like you or. Yeah fuck off or you know it's not like a lot of the time they're going like what was that noise I thought that's just a creaky old building in England mate. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're in a building you're in a building which is twice as old as your entire country <laughs> the roof's 7,000 years old <laughs> And then, yes, as Ross said, that we then they, they would kind of all get together in yes. the room, the one that was supposed to have the devil in it. And That's very odd. But they say, he says, come on, show yourselves to us. Do you want us to go back to America and say the British ghosts are insane? <laughs> that, is the, that is the weirdest flex. Like, sort of, come on. Patriotism doesn't shift many of us at the best of times. But the notion of there being a ghost who goes, I'm not having American ghosts, not thinking we're good. <laughs> scare the shit out of these guys. Yeah, Even though I don't want American ghosts thinking well, less of These us. ghosts wouldn't know what America is. Well, I was going to say, they probably date from pre-America, don't they? There was a bit where he saw a shadow... Form. I shadow figure, shadow figure. Okay, I saw nothing. Did anyone well, see? It, it was yeah. just a very quick frame of like shadow, wasn't it? It wasn't a figure at all, yes. I don't think. You do see in, in later series of Ghost Adventures, you do see much more um, 
equivocal mm. uh, evidence of shadow figures. One on a boat. I think there's one on like a. They investigate a big navy ship, mm -hmm. and mm. they see. I think they see a figure there, which is quite good. But uh, no, I don't think they see anything at all in this. Um. But then there's like an epilogue where they're filming themselves in like a ruined house with a wet floor, aren't they? Yeah. And they're like, yes, a witch followed us, and yeah. the next day after we filmed, like a witch was following me with like long hair and yeah, and scratched his neck. He did yeah, look yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. beefy in that shot as well. <laughs> I think it was the t-shirt he was wearing. <laughs> and then the <laughs> James yeah, is, uh, James just looks well, well, tired. Well, because what I'm doing, no, well, I'm always tired. That's right. Um, what I'm doing is I have just to round it all off. Is mm. of course naturally my thoughts as watching this was is the ancient Ramin still a going concern? Mm. Yeah, here we Ross go. Has already told us that unfortunately Mr. Humphreys is no longer with us. But it, but lived for another like eight years after yeah, this yeah. point. So 2017, yeah. I think he died. How old was he at that? He was in point? his 90s. I've seen some pictures on TripAdvisor of him with like shocking white hair, but wearing the same <laughs> yeah. jacket. Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, Mr. Trevor's vibes going. Yeah, on, apparently, yeah, he got he got so much stuff in there you could hardly move with all this stuff he was hoarding. Um, but apparently, you could go in there and he would give you a whole tour, and he would he would refuse money for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's just that Google tells us the following things. First of all, it tells us that it's open 24 hours a day, which I genuinely <laughs> find hard to believe. Turn up at 3 o'clock in the morning and see how well you get on, right? And then it also says that it is LGBTQ plus friendly. Nice. nice. Good. And it identifies as woman-owned. Oh. Now, I don't know if Maybe that it's his daughter. daughter. I think that's the daughter, it isn't it? Yeah. If, if you look on Facebook, it's run by the daughter and you can buy, you can go there for like four. 40 quid a night and there's something the daughter is trying to do some kind of crowdfunder so mm. she she does readings of her father's 1974 diary which sounds a bit I'm niche so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah but i think whether we should definitely try and go there because it can't be far from any of us can it i well, i i one of the notes i broke is someone will suggest that we go here <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. and that's and that someone is me. Yeah, well, yes, great. That's good. Uh, and what I'm seeing is, I just thought, okay, let's just have a look at some of the Google reviews. And of course, lots of them are just things like, oh, fantastic, spooky event, da 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 da. da. Mm. But one of them is from this guy, and it's three. He gives it three out of five stars, and it says, first visit visit to the ancient Ram Inn, and we have seen amazing reports from here. Whoa. And maybe that, and maybe that was the problem. We had a few occasions when things just started to happen. But didn't really amount to anything, as there seemed to be a lack of energy within our group. Uh, which is the weirdest review. <laughs> you were there with some sad sacks who didn't believe. Yeah. What I read then, was a five-star review that said, How how do you how do you rate a private house? And and the fact that he just showed them all around and refused money, eventually they managed to give him a fiver to buy a drink. Um, but they said <laughs> but they said it was quite hard to get around the place because of all of his stuff oh, God. the um the tags for the reviews say ghost hunting history building night pub owner beautiful sacrifice <laughs> atmosphere <laughs> burial oh jesus <laughs> atmosphere by ross, ross abbott abbott yes right that's what <laughs> so it's so, one hour 52 minutes from dorchester and it's an hour from Treforest. okay wow so it's not that bad is, is, it? That, is that if we follow the ley lines from both directions yeah <laughs> we were well yeah the, the ley lines come from wales don't they yeah. it, like you said and our, our friends at staffordshire paranormal explorers some would say staffordshire's <laughs> premier paranormal explorers <laughs> said one of the UK's most haunted locations and it didn't disappoint when we oh. investigated here 
Whoa. In the bishop's room, we got lots of unexplained noises and activity on our devices, and in yeah. the attic, some brilliant spirit box responses. Ooh, we'll have to get that app back on my phone. So yeah, 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 our yeah. Full yeah. investigation at the ancient Ram Inn is on our YouTube channel. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of tempted to watch that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, yes. Most Haunted did go there as well, but I haven't watched that episode. Most Haunted went there as well? Yeah. So there's a Most Haunted No one. way! A crossover! Yeah, and also there was some kind of Danish ghost. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ghost show. I, I, well, I didn't watch it, but I saw that on, uh, on Wikipedia. Mm. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Ross here, just doing a quick plug. Did you know that we do a range of General Witchfinders t-shirts? Go to generalwitchfinders.com, buy a shirt and help support the show. Thanks. Cool, so, I don't know how, if we, how we can rate this, um, but we're going to rate this out of five. It's highly, it's high, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I mean... I, entertainment value, I think we're going to have oh, to go on. Yeah, does it need its own classification? Yeah, just en entertainment out of five, five stars, it gets up to four. No, four yeah, and for me, four for me as well. Yeah, well, it's a four, four all round. It's wow. Good. It's going to be up there. there some more wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. But once again, there won't be, because there are no... The first half an hour is up there with the, with the best oh. television. Forget The Sopranos, forget The Wire, forget... Um, <laughs> Kenneth Clark civilization. <laughs> what you want? Forget Dimbleby. First half an hour of um, se season two, episode eight. Was it? Yes, please? exactly. Yeah. Season two, episode eight of Ghost Adventures. It is up there with the best television you've ever seen. It's better than Grange Hill. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching Grange Hill at the moment. And, uh, oh really? Yeah. We, what are you up to? We've got up to Zamo is is um, about to reveal that he's on oh. drugs, and Danny oh, Kendall's oh. just burnt down the old building oh. by smoking in the um found in the back of the uh, Mr. Bronson's maestro. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Well, the kids don't know that's coming, but mm. well, well, of course they don't. No. There we are. So it's a, it's a solid four out of five across the yeah. board. Yes, for that. Yeah. <laughs> so where does that slot in, four. please? So what does that? What's three fours? Twelve, sixteen. Let's have a look. Three fours is twelve, not sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> is it? What did you say? Is it? What you, you went three fours is twelve, sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, so, hang on. broken brick. Hang on. So all of our scoring is broken because Cleaver's added three fours is twelve, sixteen. <laughs> no, go on. Extra points for ladies. Okay, so it scores the same as Night of the Demon. Yeah. Oh, it's better than that. Uh, it, uh, what else does it say? It's, it's roughly the same as Ghost Watch. It's better yeah. than that. Yeah. It's better than that. And it's got same as a stone tape. We've got the same as a stone tape. Yeah, I think it's on that. I think the first 30 minutes is on that part. The investigation part isn't very strong. But no. but for, for the sheer... The first time you watch this, it's so mad, you can't get over it, can you? Because the bloke oh. comes out, Mr. Humphreys well, comes out, whoa. and you're just like, this is the most <laughs> British <Simon> thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we called him Simon at the time. <laughs> oh, Simon. And he comes out, and you're just like, look at this dude. He is absolutely... <laughs> There is no country on earth besides England that could birth this creation. <laughs> you harvest this man. Yeah. You talk to him for ages, John. Oh, I'd love to talk to oh. him. I, as a child, I spent so much time in places like this with my dad, where we'd go to farms and dad would visit people to deliver them chickens. And we'd go into these places and they'd have like derelict cars outside and we'd go in and they'd have 
have a parrot and they'd sit there and they'd be people from like they they look like they come from victorian times you just, and it, you it, just it, made, reminded me of me my dad taking me somewhere once uh, a farm and it, it was a stunt man who did a fall off of um <laughs> basically this guy had like a crane in his garden and he did like high fall onto like a big inflatable thing and apparently there was a film about a raid on an embassy on an embassy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the Ira- iran embassy yeah. 1981 yeah this stuff man was in that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, right. anyway sorry i interrupted but you just gave, <laughs> had a flashback to that no it's just it's like i just remember meeting people like this in my childhood and you'd just be like we are becoming we are becoming really. people like this i think that's the problem <laughs> well i already am look at the state of me i was thinking my house <laughs> if i just stopped cleaning it it would just look like yeah. that place yeah. <laughs> Just hang without, some leather without, jackets without the, up. Without the, uh, the, the UKIP paraphernalia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tins of big soup. I had big... I t- tried some big soup once, and it really messed with my IBS, and I felt like I'd take acid. It was awful. So maybe that's what this guy... Maybe that's what's happened to this guy. <laughs> he's just been eating big soup, and he's just, like, seeing things. <laughs> Hi, it's Ross from the General Witchfinders. Did you know that I also do another podcast with my friend David? Hello. Well, I had phones before that. They're not taking this seriously, Ron. David and I do our own supernatural research and investigations in our home county of Dorset. So, if you think that's up your street, why don't you give it a listen? It's Dark Darset, D-A-R-Z-E-T. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. It's not that. <laughs> now, something horrific. Have we seen, done, read anything since uh, since Christmas? Because that's, that's the last time we all saw each other, wasn't it? So we, uh, recently, I've been watching the um, Fistful of Dollars trilogy. I mm-hmm. watched um, the film that that is based on, which is Yujimbo. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of, um, you know, a, 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 many different shades of masculinity there. And then Hell said, we want to watch this thing, she wants to watch this thing called Men, mm. which is a yes. film by Alex Garland, which oh. mm-hmm. Cleaver had said he had watched and thought was good. Mm. So I was like, yeah, okay, stick it on. Um, it's hard to talk about without giving it away. Yes. Mm. It's, pr- it's, on on a on a scale of one to ten out of mental, I'd say it's probably a good eleven. Yeah, it was sold to me as being folk horror, which I don't think it is. It's got a sheen and a gig in it. It has, but those aspects of it are like a BBC children's drama from nineteen ninety, aren't they? Yeah. The way that's shot yeah. and stuff. Mm. Um, I it's a very very interesting take on toxic masculinity that's interesting because I've, you you seem quite anti it when i mentioned it because oh it's new i'm not gonna watch it it's new. i had no idea what it was yeah. so hell said oh it, it's it's folk horror i said oh, i would give it a go um it's it starts being one thing but i think for me the setting and the you know, the characters in it really it's it's so hard to talk about without giving it away, yeah. isn't it? One one actor plays all the male roles. Yeah, Roy you've got Je- yeah, you've got Jesse Buckley who is uh, very good as the kind of main protagonist of it, and then because you can't say he's the main protagonist because he's playing lots of different roles, so it's mm. quite hard to kind of he's brilliant break it though, down. He? he he's mm. astonishingly good in it. And fearless, I think. Yeah, and very horrible, creepy roles, and then you, you think you know that he was in. 
he did Mark Gatiss's um, The Mesitant around the same time. Yes. And he's done something else quite ghostly as well recently, which I forget. So I think he must have had a really weird year that year. Beck was very but, surprised um, it was written and directed by a, a man. Well, Hell, yeah, Hell thought that was very interesting as well. And I just, I, yeah, super thought-provoking film. It's obviously to do with toxic masculinity. It's to do with um, unwanted attention from men. Mm. Um, it's a very interesting horror film. Um, all you can describe it as is a horror film. I didn't think it was very hoax folk horror and that kind of is a um shield that it hides under really mm. to kind yes. of the main impetus of the story is is not folk horror but the kind of trappings of it are folk the, horror aren't they the only bit that felt folky horror to me was that it, it was very impressive was when she goes out for a walk that boy when she goes out for the walk and finds the abandoned train line. i was sure yeah, that was, yeah, i was yeah, sure yeah. that was the tunnel from um the signalman i was like, yeah it's very similar very isn't it similar. yeah and then the yeah. and then her then being followed home yes what happens to her the next day which i yeah. think was unbelievably yeah you know kind of unset how he yeah yeah was yeah. extremely unsettling yeah it. and it was uh, oh, uh, yeah you know very very strange ending as well the um, the ending for me was a disappointment to a certain extent mm. because i wanted yeah. more of a resolution mm. but that's not to say that the ending won't kind of blow your mind because mm. you'll just be like what the fuck is going yeah. on yeah and, 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 and it just gets, <laughs> keeps going and going and going yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um so i would really recommend people watch it on Amazon, I, yeah yeah yes i streamed it from amazon what people actually make of it i've no idea it reminded me in parts a bit of ghost story is it called where yeah. there's the kid in the tunnel as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. um yes. but in terms of from that point on then it just goes into like cloud cuckoo land doesn't it because mm. it just yeah it's not parts of it, it the, the kind of atmosphere of it really reminded me slightly of stigma mm. where things are happening to characters and you kind of like the way they're responding to what's happening mm. to them is kind of weird yeah well, <laughs> because you yeah. know in stigma where the woman is bleeding and she just kind of carries on and it's like yeah. you wouldn't just carry on at this point you'd ring the doctor or you know you'd, it's just yeah she, 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 she doesn't react to the fact it's the same man no 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 mm. at all at all so you're just kind of like what you know what and that does urge you to question the narrative mm. and i think it's really clever in that way and it's mm. a, a really good film i mean i'd give it a good seven out of ten but i just thought that the in terms of a film narrative what i all often think with horror films they've had a really good idea idea but they haven't quite worked out a good ending mm. yes and it ends and you're just and and the ending is a bit like oh yeah. ambivalent or oh, ambiguous engine and ending and you're like oh for fuck's sake i just want an ending well, i was quite i was quite disappointed with it, but then afterwards i was thinking about it and i was thinking mm. it's and, and i think i've read something it's just saying that with grief it doesn't go away mm, grief never mm, goes away you just have mm, to learn to live with it and mm, i think it was also the whole idea of like the male world is mm, not going to go away you're going to just no. have to learn to live with it so i yeah, think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was at the end um, yeah i've spoiled it for everyone that but, but you know it was you haven't because you haven't said what happened no, but, but yeah it kind of yeah it, it just needed a for me it needed a more resolved ending where i always like someone to just be the hero and be like yes mm. like you know, when it's Ripley in the end of Aliens, if you ignore the other alien films, she's mm. like, yes, she's killed everyone. She's on her way home or, you know, mm. whatever. Mm. Whereas with this, it was just a bit like, oh, oh, that's the end then. Mm. But yeah, I think 
Very, I, I would just very quickly say that I really um, Alex Garland's adaptation of uh, Annihilation Annihilation is one of my favourite films of the last mm, okay genius and I think that John ends with a really clever ambiguous ending oh right it leaves okay. you with a like uh, I need to watch that again now yeah. I know what it is you, if, if you've seen John Carpenter's version of the thing mm. yes and you know like at the end the whole like well what's and that whole thing of are they really them or is yeah 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 there's yeah. a bit of that and whereas okay. in that film it that the whole question of the film is about identity and things mm. so it resolves itself brilliantly and i think mm. people probably just thought or, po or possibly thought i w it's that's quite effective mm. i would look to finish my you know another film with a mm -hmm. What do you think's just happened? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the annihilate. I got annihilation. The novel here changes. Is it worth reading? Um. Yes. Okay. Cool. In short, yes. All right, okay, it goes, okay. uh, he takes it in a very different direction. To, mm. You know. But, oh, okay. But that's. Uh, we won't get into that now because people okay. listen to this for long enough. Because, and I will just say my one very quickly. This is something that if you live in the United Kingdom, or if you, I suppose, if you have access to, you know, any dodgy. Uh, I, I, it might be on uh, Spotify. I don't know. But basically. Um, the BBC did a live version of Uncanny. Mm. It's a mm. podcast that's done by a kind of horror a maestro du jour, Danny Robbins, who is the man behind 222, mm. starring horrible racist Cheryl Cole. Well, then again, apparently she... Uh, is she in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. God. I had no idea. She, she injured herself, so she's actually not in it at the moment. That's an unlikely excuse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on, you can cut that bit out, Ross, if you want. Um, <laughs> he did, uh, he did, obviously, like some from a podcast uh, live uh, weekend or something like that. Mm. He did a live version of Uncanny with Hero of the Show mm. and Mark, Mark Gattis. Okay, mm. so I always say it wrong. And just the two of them talking about the, the, he, uh, Danny Robbins got people to submit their own spooky stories and mm. they just spoke about them live. And what I did was, I, did, I think I did it the right way. I listened to it in bed with the lights off. Yeah. While good. I was going to, oh, it amazing. Fantastic. Excellent. And Gatiss's yeah. story from when he was a student is just yeah. fantastically creepy. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really good. made me go. Yeah, it's on BBC Sounds. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, there was some really good stuff on over Christmas, and that was one key for me. And the one where with Mark and uh, Richard Coles as well, yeah. going out and about, was, was very good as well on BBC that Sounds. Was good, yeah. I'm sure it must still be on BBC Sounds. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, uh, inside number nine Christmas special was good. We haven't done the inside. We we should do that and count Magnus separately mm -hmm. somehow, shouldn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what? Um, very briefly, out of 10 how did you rate count magnus who i thought it was the wor worst one they've done whoa. personally <laughs> whoa james what did you think um i would have gave, I, I gave it a solid seven I, yeah I, I was i was seven or eight definitely I, I said, oh, okay. uh, the the painting of count magnus i thought looks a lot yeah, and kirsty and i said it looks a lot like danny treo <laughs> <The Mexican laughs> yeah we i think a few people have said that up. yeah 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 yes yeah yeah i've watched it like three times now i thought it was great i thought um the guy who's in it whose name i've forgotten his performance oh, he's, was he was amazing. fantastic he's yeah. a, a brilliant actor have you seen yeah. the thing where he plays the guy who got wrongly committed uh, 
wrongly um, accused. Lionel Jeffries. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. No, uh, but uh, yeah, God, he was mental, wasn't he's he? He's brilliant. I knew exactly what Ross was Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should do another uh, tack, tacked on episode at some point where we can talk about yeah. this. Because yeah. there was some nice... Um, I was thinking of tweeting about this and then I forgot, but I was thinking it's nice to see that someone or some people are bringing back a creepy Victoriana element to Christmas. Mm. Because I'm so sick of people in matching pyjamas, people in Christmas jumpers, the fucking Coca-Cola lorry, oh. uh, and all that bullshit. And, and that, to me, isn't Christmas. Christmas, to me, is the intro of uh, the Box of Delights, right. where yeah. it's... Um, and then it goes... Really yeah. And then it turns into a synthesizer, and it goes really creepy. And yeah. that's to me, is like Victorian women, but, you know, t toasting nuts and um you know ghost stories and stuff yeah. not not rampant commercialism which it is now uh you know black friday and all that bullshit mm. so I, I you know i'm really pleased that people like mark gatis are bringing that back on that bombshell yeah. <laughs> well, i would say the night house is directed by the guy who did ritual the film we saw, James, um, oh, yeah. we did on um, Ooh, fucking hell. Uh, with um, Race Balling, and it's also he also went on to direct the new Hellraiser. Jesus, Christ. but it's a, a woman whose whose husband killed himself, and so she, she's sort of mourning that she's lived she lives in this lovely house which he built, mm. and then when she's packing away his stuff, he, she finds like uh, the book with all the um, plans in it, and then he starts, sees that she, there's also plans for like a mirror version of their house, mm. and then at night she sees a light on the other side of the um lake and when she goes mm. around there there's a half built mirror version of her house well that's good idea and, and then you know then she finds pictures on on his phone mm. which she goes well that's me but those are i don't own those clothes oh. mm. so it's a very good film and, what's um, it called it's called the night house where can i see that Cleves? Uh, i think it's on disney plus but you might yeah. be able to rent it somewhere but it's yes. it's very good, and um, there's a, there's a bit in it which is like, whoa, that's creepy. So, um, <laughs> I recommend that. Okay. Okay. Well, I need all I need to do now is reveal what we're watching next time. Well, I've seen it says on the script. Yes, yeah, so the next time we'll be watching. Oh, I forgot what it is. Quatermass <laughs> <laughs> in the pit. Quatermass in the pit. The um the hammer version. So we'll be doing yeah. a bit of sci-fi. We have a lot of people want us to do more Quatermass, and so we are oh, we're oh, going, really? going back to Quatermass. Yes, I love uh, Quatermass. Yeah. Yes, I went to see this in the cinema uh, on the big screen. I can't remember when, and it was really lovely to see it uh, projected massive. It's great. Fantastic. Well, until then, um, happy day. Thank you for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Love, light, and peace. You have been listening to The General Witchfinders. <laughs>
thing is though, people listen to stuff and they yeah. expect that they come over and start talking about things you talked about a year ago and you're not, yeah like apparently i said in a podcast once that i i get a bit um i got i was a bit worried about mushrooms growing in my ear or something anyway <laughs> someone at work came up and shoved a mushroom in my ear and i was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I, and he wouldn't stop trying to do it and i was going what yeah. And then he was going, huh, the mushrooms Crazy in your ear. I go, what are you talking R&R? about? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear God. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.